0: are here, ladies and gentlemen, finally at the NBA Playoffs Prof. We had a final Western Conference play-in game, and then game ones. I mean, what basketball? But we're back. Doc Leisner here, the podcast beast. Dr. Wednesday night himself along with the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the troll master, the, the data-analyzing Data ninja, the conqueror of his own fate. What's up,
1: boyo? I mean, I'm just trying to be bold enough to make it to another Super Bowl.
0: You gotta be bold to, to wear that good. gold.
1: Uh, but yes, oh, man. As you said, um, it was an exciting weekend for basketball. Um. Pretty much every game went down to the wire, which is kind of what we needed. Um, There was, of course, a lot of controversies, uh, some heartbreaks. uh, But, I mean, all in all, though, I readily enjoyed myself, Doc.
0: Okay, so we'll go down the line uh, to make sure we don't forget and skip that controversy. uh, Because, of course, controversy does create cash, but it also follows individuals. So, let's start with the play-in game where we had the Memphis Grizzlies going up against the Golden State Warriors. Um, interesting game.
1: It was an interesting game.
0: A and, good one. And
1: I did say that it's going to go down to whichever team runs out of gas.
0: No, absolutely. Um Steph gave everything he could. I just think that the Warriors, they just need to retool. Like, they have some good players, um, but I feel like they need to retool. I don't think they have the necessary pieces that they have before to make, to, like, to kind of run it back. So, it's like you had Draymond, you had Clay, you know, you had some of these other pieces, Iguodala, you had, you know, um, they had so many pieces. And I just don't feel like they've replaced those pieces. A la what we talk about when we talk about the Knicks. You know, the Knicks had those pieces in the 90s. They failed to replace them up until now. And you kind of see those replacements coming into the fold. But we're going to get there. Um, but I feel like the Warriors are missing those pieces. And I wanted to hear your opinion of this because I know this is something that you always have a major issue with. It was a, a quick post that I saw on Facebook. Um, Of Damian Lillard, who I don't know if it was last year or the year before last, they were the eighth seed in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. He was averaging 30 points a game, but the media, I'll say, was saying that he couldn't be an MVP candidate because his team was the eighth seed. Yet, here he are in a play-in game Mm -hmm. and one of the top candidates is not in the eighth seed he, they're, they're playing into the playoffs so I wanted to get your thoughts on the difference between Steph Curry here in this situation and Dame Lillard and what why they would choose Steph's I guess reign as candidate over Dame's a year or two ago it's oh, kind of weird it's all about popularity I mean, come on. and I feel like Dame I feel like Dame has popularity maybe not up to Steph's level, but it's pretty popular. dang popular. It's, about,
1: it's, it's not about the name itself because I'm not going to sit there and disrespect Yeah, you can't
0: what disrespect What he's contributed thing. to
1: the game of basketball is
0: Wow, that was his popularity coming through. I'm sorry.
1: Hilarious.
0: Yeah, um, I don't even but, know what happened. The uh, crowd like just went said, wild. Last yeah.
1: episode, this whole thing with Steph Curry becoming an MVP candidate was because of this latest stretch of games, it really has been a full body of work over the season. No disrespect to him. But now they're not even in the playoffs.
0: Right. But he's still a candidate.
1: But he's still a candidate.
0: Right. And, and it it's goes like back there's to no. To
1: what we talked about with the Russell Westbrook uh, MVP go. case when he won MVP as
0: sixth seed. Right. This so, is true.
1: That's my
0: opinion. <laughs> no, that's a dang good opinion, I think. Um, I, I mean, honestly, there's nothing really I can say. Like, I saw it to be interesting. Of course, you think about the now, you don't think about, like, the yesterday. So I would have never been like, hey, I can't believe, you know, Steph's in it and Dame wasn't. You know, Because and I always say it's about the points, but in that situation, it wasn't about the points. They no. changed it to something completely different.
1: Yeah, because every single year, Every uh, every criteria for MVP changes. Some years it's about who scored the most points. Well, we already have a title for that. Right. Maybe it's about who actually helped contribute the most to their team and made them better, which is essentially what the MVP should stand for.
0: Absolutely, and I I, I can or agree with that. It and... could
1: be you're the best player on the top two seed in your particular conference. That has happened. Yeah,
0: as well. it's it's definitely weird the way they do it.
1: Like it's one of the most it's so there, there there's no consistency, which is a recurring theme. Consistency yeah. in the NBA has been missing for a long time.
0: Oh absolutely. Um, but I, I mean I definitely wanted to just get your input on that. Um, because it seems like the rules, um, some rules apply to some, some don't apply to others. And then some stipulations apply to some, some stipulations apply to others. And, of course, that brings me to our second topic here, which I know you were ooh, you were chopping at the bits to kind of talk about this one. And that's LeBron James breaking the NBA kind of, I guess, health protocol or the COVID protocol by attending an event that I guess would be considered We'll just say non-sanctioned visit, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but him not being suspended for this violation, as opposed to what happened in the bubble last season.
1: Folks, if you really thought the NBA was not going to have <laughs> LeBron James play in a playoff game,
0: I don't know. It what, actually would have been perfect. What
1: what you've been consuming, but I don't want any of that.
0: it would have been perfect though if he didn't play in this game yesterday um but then we wouldn't have got the second part of the controversy but um and again looking back on it last season the whole daniel house situation i believe it was somebody else also um that escapes my mind but you know i'm not sure if that was a team decision to say hey This guy, you know, is messing around with somebody in the hotel Mm -hmm. who was supposed to be, you know, helping check for COVID. Um, But here we are. He's actually now engaging into intermarital affairs, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know if the team sent him home or the NBA sent him home. But we had the same Um, thing
1: during the season this year where people who violate COVID protocols were suspended.
0: Right. Um, But I'm sure they'll come up with some excuse as to why LeBron wasn't, you know, wasn't suspended. Um, But I know the one thing you don't want is to come out like, you know, oh, my God, the Lakers only lost because LeBron was suspended. Because that's that's what it's gearing up. Then you're going to give the Suns who genuinely played a great game yesterday. um, You're going to give them that asterisk and they don't deserve that.
1: Oh, please. They're giving them an asterisk for the first <laughs> game. Anyway, you kidding me? This is, the first I mean, we, this is the first time I've ever seen a seven seed being heavily favored over a two seed.
0: Well, let's go over that. I mean, we might as well jump to this game first because I, I want to hear why this asterisk is coming up. I didn't see anything remotely that, you know, should have been given to the Lakers like, I, don't, I don't see any reason why they should be given anything
1: because they're the Lakers
0: and, I don't and care
1: they're a big market team and their fan base is like X percentage of all fan bases in the league around the world and yeah well they couldn't have been happy have with what the they saw James and, on their squad. and they also have fan favorite Al Caruso on the team too
0: so they that, boy, it, that boy MVP that boy's MVP candidate he, I'm surprised he's not on there um, but when you think about it though, they are the seventh seed so they couldn't have been that good and I only hearing about this freaking injury that LeBron had because you know they still have a pretty good chunk of the team and a lot of their players you have ex six man of the year award winners, you have defensive Player of the year candidates and award winners. You have, I mean, all-star galore, freaking yeah. monsters, pretty much. Um, so I'm not really trying to hear that. There's really no excuse. No, Honestly, so. I'm thinking that it's going to come down to the coaching, which is what I initially said. Uh, I feel like, you know, you could see the Lakers get out-coached potentially. Uh, so we'll have to is, wait and this see. This is
1: the uh, swan song for Cal Kuzma.
0: And I don't think that's right. See, that is just not right. I don't understand why Kyle Kuzma would get any raps about it because he's doing – he's playing his role. Um, I don't feel like Kyle Kuzma should get the blame or any blame for it. Honestly, they just got beat yesterday. uh, And, you know, when Chris Paul went down with his injury, I was like, oh, my God here's this hamstring all over again. Like I had flashbacks (laughs) of Houston because they can win this series. Um, You know, they have the tools to win. And once that shoulder injury, I was like, Oh, this is unbelievable. Uh, But let's get back to that controversial part um, with LeBron taking the dive, falling on, you know, he was just getting boxed out. First of all, let's go through it. Shoots a free throw. Yep. He's getting boxed out by Chris Paul. He stumbles or rumbles to the right, falls on the shoulder. LeBron uh, over yeah. his
1: call.
0: Caruso and um, Cameron Artis Payne go for the rebound. I will say Cameron Artis Payne did give Caruso a little bit of a shove. I thought that was okay. Yeah, that was so Um cool. They was fight, kind of fighting for the ball a little bit. He, would, he probably would have got called for a common foul right there, if anything. Um, then out of nowhere, I mean, absolute nowhere, probably like five to six seconds later, you know, Montrez Harrell comes in, like, almost gores Cameron Art of fame. Yes. And like, I
1: had, I had he's... terrible flashbacks of the current Washington
0: situation. Yeah. And I even
1: told you <laughs> at the time when it happened, I'm like, this is like a Cameron Washington thing happening.
0: But then, but then, Cameron Arthur's pain kind of flops a little bit. Even
1: still, it doesn't matter. Um,
0: someone, and someone then, wasn't
1: even part of it. Ran right, right. It, right in, it doesn't right.
0: matter. Like so that, then, right
1: there, would have escalated it even further. Right, which
0: it did. So, right, it did. So then, the referee comes. They they watch the video. Somehow, they come up with the grand scheme to throw Cameron Arthur's pain out of the game, Slap slapping with two immediate, techs, two immediate and then, texts, and then and then slap you know, Caruso and Harrow with a tag, mm-hmm. one, a piece. And I'm like, that kind of doesn't make any sense, but I understand this is the person that started it and you want to get rid of the person that started it. I understand completely. Uh, but meanwhile... He,
1: but he didn't start it, though. That's the craziest part.
0: Well, he, I would say that it, it, if it, if you look at it, he would have started it with the initial push, which, was the, which I would have said would have been a common foul um but then there's I a reaction pushing was against it, the it rules was little, no it was a little it was a little aggressive bro okay it was, it was a little it was a little aggressive man it, it was actually unwarranted they, actually they also
1: they, they get curious with a lebron treatment
0: i don't think so I said, <laughs> i'm not homer i mean i'm not a homer i'm looking at it i'm looking at it from an unbiased standpoint i'm looking at it as, you know, somebody who knows how these officials think now a little bit. Well, I mean, uh,
1: and, and I'm not saying, you know, we don't know what the referees are thinking. We're essentially just adding gesture
0: towards. No, and I mean. like I said, the push, <laughs> like I said, if it was just like, you know, two guys just jockeying for a position and he like, you, he throws a shoulder in or something, yeah. but it was pretty unwarranted. He kind of had the ball already and kind of, you know, a dog can... Caruso out of their way. So it was kind of, it was kind of excessive. Um, I don't know what the second tech part was for. Maybe base, it was something that he said.
1: It doesn't matter.
0: It, yeah. It that's the only thing I can it think of. Been
1: one tech, honestly. It
0: should have been, but yeah. I don't know what the second tech was for. So like, I can if, say if, that the, the first game, one was definitely the push. The game
1: started to kind of become chippy before that happened as well, too, which didn't right. out because there were definitely a few calls for both ways. Uh, sure. That should have definitely been called then. It only helped increase the tension. And, uh, of course, the flop heard around the world occurred. (laughs) You know, now, you know, we have Cameron's artist Payne getting uh, ejected out of it. And everyone's fan favorite, Alex Caruso, getting attacked, too. Not Alex. Not Alex. What about Montrez? What about Montrez?
0: So let's go and look through some of these other games really quickly. Um, The Heat and Bucks. Uh, went to overtime where Chris Middleton hit a huge shot mm-hmm. in overtime to give the Bucks the win. Um, Jimmy kind of shut down, you know, Giannis for a good chunk of that game. Obviously, he still had a pretty good, you know, a good outage. But for the most part, Milwaukee did what Milwaukee does, and Miami does did what Miami does. Um, and I'll say that that particular game. Kind of went exactly how I expected, um, but I know Mike Budenholzer's on the sideline, like, oh my god, like, <laughs> what do I have to do to get a dominant first round? You know, um, but shout out to Chris Middleton for the big shot.
1: I think the the Bucks did the right thing, have Middleton take that shot. Um, yes, I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, you have an MVP and John is not a and no. he's not. No, this, no. this, this. Notion that the best player always had to take the final shot is passe. It worked, yeah. it worked in the 90s because we had people who were killers. That's not right. how it is now. It's mm. not.
0: So that's interesting that you say that. And that's why I wanted to take it to the next game, um, which would be the 76ers versus the Wizards, um, in which you kind of have that vibe that You know, there's one guy in Philly, you know, I don't really give Ben Simmons that nod yet. He's a great player, but he's not transcended yet. Um, but Joel Embiid is supposed to be that guy. And although I know Tobias Harris steps up occasionally, Joel Embiid is supposed to be the The guy. guy. You need a bucket. I'm giving it to this guy. And some of the post moves that he did yesterday did give me 90s vibes. Um, so I'm happy to see that, um, but I know you weren't too happy with the 76ers, um, I guess their will and their skill to close this game out. Like they let the Wizards kind of stick know, around. You know, that was
1: also still a recurring uh, theme within this first round weekend um, Yeah, for first games, like teams that should have, you know, and to coin a phrase, end it, <laughs> Right, uh, let's just end it here. Teams just, just kept them in the game, and it was just ridiculous. And this game was a huge testament with it. The Wizards in the fourth quarter turned the ball over so many times, so many times <laughs> like it's ridiculous.
0: No, I can agree with and that.
1: Then the Sixers just give the ball back, or
0: they go, yeah. take
1: the stupid shot,
0: right? And I, I kind of felt I kind of felt that same way with the Nuggets and Trailblazers game one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like the Nuggets, although they're one of the, you know, they have one of the best offensive weapons, you know, obviously MVP candidate. Once the Trailblazers started hitting those little spurt of shots, mostly threes, uh, they started just really, really raining raining down on them. And I feel like the Nuggets just didn't have an answer. So both of these – these teams, like these teams who are, you know, number one, uh, who are supposed to be dominant, have these minutes or stretches of just poor offensive performance. Right? Because the same thing happened with the Grizzlies and the Jazz.
1: See, it's exactly the same thing that happened. It's really you know, Every single game, for the most part, was like that. Where the team team who should have won it just allowed the opponent to just hang in there. Now, we do need to touch base with the Celtics and Nets game because KD was dying out there.
0: (laughs) I didn't. Oh, my God. Like I I was thinking about skipping it because I know that there's a lot of homers out there who are just like, oh, my God, the Nets dominated. But it was like... No. really close up until like mm. maybe six minutes yes. <laughs> um, and I felt there was mostly Kyrie you know he hit a couple big shots and then mm-hmm. I know that um Joe Harris hit a couple big shots he didn't have too many points but he hit some big shots um but it was really Kyrie out there who was really cooking yeah. um I can't believe this. 32 points for Durant, 29 for Kyrie, and 21 for James Harden. Uh, But it just didn't seem natural. Now, you say KD was dying. Uh, I know he took a couple of spills. Yeah,
1: he took a couple of spills. Like, like these type of spills, if it was LeBron, like, those players would be getting called for a tech. They'll be getting suspended and fined.
0: What did you think about that foul where he fell on Tatum's leg?
1: Think about it. When he took that one spill and landed on his left arm. Sure. It was exactly the same thing that happened with LeBron.
0: No, it wasn't. Except. Completely. Except it was completely he, different.
1: he had his leg cut out from under him.
0: Yeah, no, it was completely different. LeBron, <laughs> he, no. Yeah, yeah. That was legit like a play. What happened with LeBron? The, I don't know what happened the, with LeBron, the, honestly.
1: Did, did did you like that Skip playlist listing I just did?
0: You did a good job. I don't think I'm going to let you have that one. That was completely different. I don't know, like, what LeBron was doing. I knew what KD was doing, but I have no idea what LeBron was doing and how he even fell in the first place. I don't even know. Yeah, but I don't know. I think the Celtics, like I said, Marcus Smart took a lot of bad shots again, as usual. I know you said that last week. Tatum did his best to carry, but that's all they have. I know Kimba took up a whole bunch of shots, Mm -hmm. uh, but really the story was Robert Williams, who had like eight blocks, um, really dominating. Um, But I was really, really ready to skip that game because I didn't feel like the the Nets played their best game and I didn't feel like the Celtics played their best game. The game was kind of just blah, but we all watched it. And then of course the same with the Clippers and Mavericks. I don't think we've seen the best out of the Clippers yet. And if that was it, then, then they're, they're in gonna trouble. be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the game, and I know you might not believe this. You might feel like I'm trolling. No, no but the not game Cause, cause I the felt press. yes, the game I felt Scroll gave down. me. 90s, it gave me 90s vibes that really felt like a playoff game, not only because of the atmosphere, uh, but, you know, the, I don't know, the intensity of the actual environment. Everything that happened in this game was electric, and that's the Knicks versus the Hawks in Madison Square Garden Let with me the fans.
1: The MSG atmosphere, like it gave me goosebumps. Um, yeah, it was absolutely fire. I think they had a 72% capacity for the evening, uh, which is a like both great and then highly scary. Um, but you're right; it definitely had that 95. It was great to hear a packed. Uh, f- uh, house actually, a few people that we know was actually there in attendance as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty cool. Um, had themselves a chance to meet up with the uh, Mike Breen, which is awesome.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. But
1: the game itself, I wasn't very satisfied with the way that the Knicks played. I, I think, especially that first half, our first unit was just terrible. Yeah, um, our bench literally kept us in the game. Otherwise, this would have been a complete blowout.
0: But I mean, wouldn't you say that that's pretty much the whole season, though?
1: Mm. The bench, the
0: whole—I think the bench did the thing the whole season.
1: Well, the, we had like top five bench for the whole season, but our first yeah. isn't like you know we're scrubs out here then. You know, now we need the bench to bail us out kind of
0: thing. Like, no, but I mean, that's the same way. What, I think any championship team, their bench is is really what carries them over to to a title. I mean,
1: I never said prop, never said the Knicks are a championship caliber team. I never I, I
0: said ne- I, I never said you did. I'm just saying, like the I am, bench.
1: I am looking at this game.
0: I'm not saying that they just, are championship. Listen. All I'm saying is, are, I get what you're saying. All so I'm saying is, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, i not, not trying to go there. Yeah. All I'm saying is that the Knicks have a good bench and a bench is very important in building a championship team. I 100% agree with you. I'm not saying that the Knicks are going to, listen, listen, listen. Anchorites, you know, Appleites, Googleites, the hemisphere of the world of sports. Fans, I am not saying that the Knicks are title-bound. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship. All I'm saying is Knicks six. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you said Knicks five? No, Knicks five. Knicks five. I, said, I, said I believe six. that six. Knicks and five. I don't think that what we saw yesterday was a testament of what the Knicks have to bring. I think I like what I see. RJ Barrett, Sean, that he's still, the you know, one of the better Duke players that was drafted that year. Um,
1: it's like, it's like I, I caught
0: that too. <laughs> no, nah, it's all <laughs> okay, cool. right. He really brought it. And I think this is a, either next this year or next year is his contract year, so he's also playing it's for the year. money also. This next year. So, yeah. So, I mean, they're all playing for the money. Yeah, so, you got to uh, be happy with it was that.
1: it's just really just, it was just, mainly just really bad shot selection and um, just really bad defensive instances as well, too, especially towards the end of the game. Um, of course, uh, I had a rogue agent mention about, um.
0: Wow, scrum bag.
1: I had I had <laughs> someone mentioned about you know the final play and how they allowed uh, the Knicks allowed Trey Young. To yeah. To like that and honestly, he was kind of doing it most of the game. Honestly, like except for a few instances where he actually had a shot block, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was essentially the theme of the of the game. Honestly, like we'll have great little stints of where we're shutting them down and then we're just opening up the bay (laughs) and they're just getting whatever they want and honestly like that's not the best way to open up a playoff series especially against a young hungry hawks team is you get the aviator theme with that uh no
0: that's perfect that's perfect
1: uh Um, i think game two we're gonna come back a little bit more hungrier and you know we gotta defend home court but uh the defensive effort needs to be there more so Agreed. The fact, the fact that that we allowed you know Trey Young to get thirty two points on us, and allowed Ganilo Gallinari to just to to try to to try to give us a dame loader bye bye. <laughs>
0: he did. <laughs> a uh, he definitely shots did shots
1: that he was taking as well too, which you know I kind of feel a certain type of way, but uh, I mean we limited uh, Bogon and you know John Collins had a pretty good game, but you know it is what it is. We'll see what happens next game.
0: There we go. That's the Knicks fan I'm talking about. Uh, but game two starting tonight, uh, Heat Bucks, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, Trailblazers Nuggets, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully I can up for that since I got this little boom shakalaka in my arm via Pfizer. Pfizer. Um, but just, just we, will <laughs> <laughs> we will be back. We will be back. Manana with our Tuesday edition of dark side of the ring episode three right here. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. That's going to be a fun episode, but catch us every day at 4 p.m. Eastern standard time on your favorite podcast platform or on our website at the beat and be sure to tune in tomorrow for more news, more analysis, And the re